0: Hello, welcome to The Parent Panel. Every week we invite one mum and one dad to give us their insights on news, events and everyday parenting challenges. Our mum today is a writer, producer and director, and our dad is a comedian and author.
1: Well, sometimes you catch yourself just being bossed around. You go, wait, wait a second! <laughs> yes. I'm an adult. <laughs> Neve one day took her nappy off and just rubbed it on the wall. <laughs> oh wow!
0: I think you're still in the trenches with your kids. I like the expression trenches. I sometimes call
1: it the vortex.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the parent panel with Siobhan Hunt,
0: Kristen Toovey is our mum. She's a writer, director, and producer who has two children, a boy and a girl. They are almost nine and almost seven. It's an important <laughs>
2: distinction. It's a you know, very every important. month counts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how close are they to nine and seven?
2: Uh, one's one month away and one's one quarter of a year. And well, every I think day you're being I, to slack. Tell them, I think you I should be
0: saying their ages in weeks. <laughs> it should
2: be. Yeah, we should still do the weeks thing. Oh, um, but no, they're um, every day. They, have, they ask me how many days till their birthday. And it's, it's infuriating. Oh, that's excruciating.
0: Yeah. Our dad is Simon Kennedy, a comedian and author who also has a boy and a girl. They're kind of the next age bracket along. They're mm. 9 and 11.
1: 9 and 11, yeah. 11 teen, I call it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Which is the eldest, your boy or your girl?
1: Uh, Adelaide, our girls, the the, the, uh, the big one. Oh, she's... lucky
0: you. You get the girl to go through the teenage years oh, first. Oh, yeah. I say that as a former teenage girl.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I can see it's going to be hard. It's been hard to start with. I think they're born, some kids are born teenagers, so.
0: You were about to say girls were born teenagers, oh, were so, No, but I mean, some kids
1: are, you know, she's, she's, she's a dynamic young lady.
0: Nice. Yeah. I like how you turned that around. All right, our topics today are whether Miley Cyrus is genuine about why she's not having kids, if scaring children is good for them, and whether you would make a necklace out of your child's baby teeth. First up today, would you let your child play with knives?
1: Would you like to play with fire, little boy? Okay, is this dangerous? You! Look at this mess! My poor, poor babies! You still like playing with fire?
0: A childcare centre in Fitzroy, Melbourne, has drawn attention for the way it embraces risk. There's an outdoor fire pit that children are encouraged to not only light, but then cook on. Children are encouraged to cut fruit with knives, sew with sharp needles. I don't know if there's any other type of needle, but let's just say they're sharp. And to climb trees. Now, not every parent is okay with this level of risk. Kristen... What level of risk were you comfortable with when your kids would have been in that age group preschool?
2: Well, I think that just sounds like our, our childhoods, right? I, growing up in well, the did Well, I didn't play with fire, but anyway. We, I think we, if we were very good, we could light our parents' cigarettes for them. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, you know, it was just like lots of stick bashing and sort of drownings, and you know that idyllic sort of country childhood. <laughs> near drownings, near drownings. Means, yeah. Well, I mean, it attempted drownings in the dam, obviously. But um, but we survived. It was good. Um, but did you apply that logic to your own kids? I love the idea of it, and I think other people push your kids harder than you would, because I, I, I guess I always underestimate them. Um, so I, I think it's fantastic, and I think. When something is forbidden, it becomes so special. So a kid might try and find a lighter and light their bed on fire and burn down the whole house. I mean, <laughs> that happened recently to a friend of mine. <laughs> so I, I actually sent her that article and I was like, see?
0: It's, it could have been better. They're, they're advanced. <laughs> your child is you're good parenting. Yeah. Um, so I, you're still avoiding the question though. Oh, did I Did What kind of yes. risks would you be comfortable with your children taking?
2: I am... Really, oh, I don't have a theory behind you know this being good for kids. I'm just a pretty slack parent, so um, <laughs> I've let my kids sort of cut you know rose bushes, thorny rose bushes with very sharp secateurs without shoes on and you know almost cut their toe off. And we all learn from that, so there's so many situations. I mean, I don't think I should be allowed to have sharp knives. <laughs> I'm like little 3-year-old, can you cut up my apple for me because I'm scared. <laughs>
1: I'm not responsible enough.
2: I'm not responsible enough, exactly. So yes, a, a lot of risk. I think a lot of risk is good. A lot of risk it is, but but it has been
0: accidental most of the time. So I bet have you, what are your thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, it's funny because um I think I feel like I'm right in this now. Um my son um as we basically we we have committed to buying him a present for something that he's he's done a, a little achievement that he's had um and we're trying to work it, and he's very it's a hard kid to buy for he's like what do you want i don't know and he's always been fascinated by like my pocket knife and stuff and he's always, and i thought god when I, when I was his age i had one um and i thought and i thought so he's nine right yeah. yeah and i said to my wife what do you think and she's like oh okay, i don't know yeah oh, okay, maybe. I said, oh, yeah, maybe we can get him one. What do you think? And I, and I thought it was a big decision that we'd come yeah. to, um, to to allow this. You know, there'd be boundaries, there'd be lessons. And we were both like, okay, all right, well, we're going to put it to him. He'll be pretty pumped. And I said, mate, would you like your own pocket knife? He's like, yeah, no, nah, not really. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> oh, what? I was like, we'd just talked over this for ages. Um, but I was a little boy in Boy Scouts, so I had a pocket knife. I was lighting fires. Um, all that stuff, you know, climbing trees and and all, all the good stuff. And when I was a kid, I lived um, in the western suburbs of Sydney, right near a creek, and we would go to the creek. Me and my friends would go to the creek, and we'd go to explore. And here I am. I'm still around. And, and I and I want that for my kids as well. So we have a fire pit at the back that we, you know, we're going to crank up probably on the weekend. Um, you know, and then you don't get the fear for fire... Until you've seen fire and you don't get a respect for it, you know so I actually think this sounds like a good thing. I dig it. Um, I'd, I'd be a nervous person around a bunch of kids with that. I'd be like, whoa yeah, hey, whoa, whoa oh, yeah but it, it is good to do but I think maybe not in a group dynamic, maybe a bit more is, you on need one. more you need a lot of supervisors <laughs> you know? yeah, they're, so. they're,
2: they're, they're gutsy those yeah, I, I are hope gutsy there's a lot of someone else's kids. Yeah my kids out. went
1: to a, a Steiner uh, preschool um, you know they go to regular schools now, but at Steiner preschool where they didn't even have corners on the paper, like they chopped the corners off. So, I mean, <laughs> someone might've got stabbed to death with a, with a bit of A4. A,
0: I thought that Steiner let, let them do those things. Well,
1: they, they, they do let them get out and get their hands dirty. Um, but you know, but, but the, the only corners. with blunt objects. Yeah, yeah, they don't give them <laughs> knives. But but paper I'm, cuts
2: hurt though. They, they really don't, just... don't they? <laughs>
0: Sting. My daughter, I'll never forget, got a paper cut when she was about three, and she came in and she said it was the worst pain she'd <laughs> felt in her whole life. Really? Then
1: give her a lemon and say, "Tell me how you feel now." <laughs> <laughs> now, now, which is, but uh, I'm I'm into it. I think it's great. And, do you uh, think yeah. that
0: as parents today, though, that um, we we support it and we love the idea of it, but for us to have that in our children's lives, we almost do need a childcare centre to do it because there are less opportunities as the world, you know, you look at the playgrounds and how all the playgrounds have the soft, mm,
2: soft you know, wall.
0: soft fall. Again, not complaining about it, but we we keep making our world safer and safer for kids, and so there's less opportunities for us, particularly if you live in the city and you're not near a creek. To let your kids run. I mean, I don't let my kids run down the street without going, watch out for the driveway! (laughs) Watch out for the driveway! Every two minutes. And they never do. No, they never do. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah, I I think that's probably true. It'd be very interesting to see the statistics about how many broken bones there are anymore as opposed to 30 years ago, wouldn't it? Because I'm sure sure there's a lot less now, um, as disappointing as that would be for my kids because they both just want a broken bone so badly.
0: Yeah, that's weird. I wanted that as a kid too. I think it's just cuz I thought I'd get more attention.
2: Yeah. Never had one Just either. fake it, I say. Just get get yourself a <laughs> sling. That's
1: what I used to do. I reckon that though honestly I reckon there's more harm to be done now with with not sending kids out there. I reckon not sending kids on their bikes like stranger things. Just go for a ride with the walkie-talkie. I love stranger right. Things. You know and that that is my childhood. I mean that is exactly when my, I was a child that that the age that was that was set at. I, I could have been that kid. Um I think I'm. Without the am. monsters, hopefully. Without that, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but I think there's more ha- harm to be done staying inside on, online. I think there's way more. I mean, how many times do you hear about uh, kids um, getting depression from you know, social isolation or getting sort of, uh, groomed online? That, that, that sort of story is probably more prevalent than, oh, a kid busted their knee at the creek. Mm. Like, so what? You can get over that. So, yeah, there you go. Oh, I'm
0: so depressed yeah. right now.
1: <laughs> Just get on your bike. Go down
0: the creek. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I know how we can liven this up a bit. We're going to talk about Miley Cyrus next because she said she's not having babies until the world has sorted out climate change. And I'm very keen to think, I'm very keen to find out what Kristen and Simon think about that
1: overpopulation and climate
0: change
1: the world will be destroyed
0: i think that 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 we are all in a sense doomed she shouldn't have children you do realize this is about climate change
1: dude we're trying to save our planet here
0: miley cyrus has told Elle magazine that she and husband liam hemsworth will not have babies while the planet is in peril they join a small but vocal group of millennials who call themselves Birth strikers, yeah, and these young people have pledged not to have children until climate change has been properly addressed by government. Simon, do you think this is a legitimate protest, one that's deeply felt and will be carried through, or is it an empty threat by people too young to understand the ramifications of this kind of choice?
1: Yeah, look, I do empathise with the, with the with the sentiment. I do, because the, the world is overpopulated. The world is being treated very poorly. So I do empathise with where they're coming from. Um, it doesn't though, take into into account, uh, you know, the reality of, 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 of the drive of someone to have kids. So I think that um, I remember when I was a young guy and my young kid, and I was about, about nine, uh, and my father passed away and uh, my mum, uh, a friend of my mum's at, at the wake, came up to me, and we always knew uh, this lady. She was one of my mum's best friends growing up, but never got married, never had kids. And she sat with us, and she, my brother and I, and she sat and she said, you guys have to look after your mum now. Um, and we're like, yeah, yeah. And then she just burst into tears saying, I wish I'd had kids. I never had kids. I made a mistake. And I'm like, oh man, I'm nine. So, <laughs> oh, wow. This is a That's lot heavy. to take in. Heavy. This is a you, lot. You
0: can't have me. Is no, but, but right? it
1: made me, it stuck with me thinking... That I know that some women are quite happy not to have kids, but then there is also those who really regret not doing it. So I think maybe that, that drive in her could change her mind at some point. It's a scary thought for a lot of people that, you know, maybe that there's going to be less Hemsworths in the world if, uh, that's if terrifying. they do, you know. But on the other hand, <laughs> makes me sad. on the other hand, there won't be a third generation of Cyruses either. So that's enough. Um, no more achy, breaky wrecking balls. So good. Um... <laughs> So, I, I, I don't know, it, empty threat. A friend of mine, actually, um, a good mate of mine who's got kids and, and, a, and a partner, and, and he said, I said, you guys ever get married? He goes, I'm not, this was a while ago, I'm not getting married to all my gay friends can get married. And, and? And now they can. They're not married yet. And I think that might have been a bit of an empty threat. It might have been of an empty threat. So. Yes, very damn. Yeah. I know, he, he was, he was uh, you know, with Tony Abbott trying to. And stop it just so we didn't have to get that. married. Um, oh,
0: that's hilarious. So
1: it could be an empty threat, but I, I get the point. Maybe she's trying to make a statement more than anything.
0: Mm, I've got to I've got to admit I, I am keen to think hear what you think, Kristen, because when I read this I was like total bullshit, Miley. Like <laughs> seriously. What a thing to say. It's like, yeah, you're you're edgy. We get it. You've got an open relationship with Leah. Oh, Liam. It is Liam, right? Yeah, that's, that's the, the one. right hand. So, yeah. yeah, Debbie is nodding at me. The
2: second best one. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> she also said she'd never walk a red carpet again, and I've seen her on quite a few lately. So, uh, and I also think it's such a kind of rich white privilege thing to say because and. I think that rich, white, privileged people are the ones who are stuffing up the earth (laughs) in the first place, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah,
0: I want to find out how often she flies in a private jet. That's what
2: I was thinking too. (laughs) That's Mm. where
0: Sting came unstuck. We know that.
2: (laughs) Exactly. But I think as well, we need them to breed because we need rich hippies to fix (laughs) climate change. Like yes. Leonardo DiCaprio also needs to breed, True. because yeah. he had, you know, he's he's got his um his morals aligned, which is great, and he's got heaps of cash. Well, so George An Clooney
0: influence. just yeah. exactly mm. is is George Clooney making a dent anywhere? Because he's got
2: kids now. Well, probably his so, wife
1: is. She's amazing.
2: Yeah, she is amazing.
1: Yeah,
2: I think it's selfish of them not to breed. Yeah, That's my take. I like that. And I'm going to tell her next time. <laughs> I see
1: her. Yeah, because there are a lot of people <laughs> I think shouldn't breed. <laughs> But can we tell them? I mean, I just just go to a supermarket or a shopping centre. You'll find a couple of people who go, this shouldn't have ever happened. What are you doing?
0: He's going to tell me that next time he sees me in the
1: shopping centre. Just go, go to your local and go, this, 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 nope. this, this is over. Stop now. <laughs> Stop
0: now. <laughs> okay, moving on. Most parents try to avoid scaring their children, but now a psychologist says it's good for them. So just what level of fear are we talking about?
1: Mom, I'm scared. we hey, sweetheart. Don't be scared. Oh, you're all I got, Mom. Please don't leave. It's probably just a ghost.
0: Psychologist Judith Lockie, I think that's how you say it, wrote in the News Limited Press this week that fear is good for kids. She says it's just another emotion and we need to normalize it for our children. Author John Marsden, he of the Tomorrow series, in his latest book, The Art of Growing Up, agrees and says that we are doing a disservice to kids when we protect them from fear because then they end up attaching fear to Things that aren't quite solid. So rather than something specific, it's just a general malaise, anxiety and panic. Kristen, have you tried to protect your children from fear? And when have they been scared?
2: I do try to protect them from fear because I enjoy sleep. And I think (laughs) when kids get scared, they just follow you around and sleep in your bed for a week, which happened after I I let them watch Stranger Things. Not long ago, and I was like, oh, it's cool, it's retro, kids on bikes, <laughs> like, chick with superpowers, you <laughs> have know. You, have you actually ever did, watched Stranger Things? I must things? have blocked out the scary stuff, because <laughs> then this face came through a wall, and then suddenly my kids were like, glue. They were just like little magnets to me <laughs> for the next week. They wouldn't let me alone, they wouldn't go upstairs, they wouldn't brush their teeth by themselves, so... um, I. I think fear is probably a great thing, mm. but I don't think Judith is, is a parent of small mm. children <laughs> who get scared very easily. Um, but, yeah, I, I think fear is good. It's one of those conditioning things, I suppose. You know, I, I think I, I watched Nightmare on Elm Street when I was about seven. <gasps> oh, my um, God. My son actually started seeing one, two, Freddy's Coming for You the other day, and I was like, oh, I've done sing that song. And he's like, what is it? I'm like, just don't sing it, okay? He comes back.
1: Then you and, couldn't brush your teeth on your own. I couldn't
2: brush my teeth on my own, that's right. <laughs> and Johnny Depp's not around anymore, he's <laughs> just know. a freak. And there's so many sad things in the world. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, th- I think fear is good. I mean, I'm not going to wake my kids up in the night with a ski mask on and a hockey stick. Okay, um,
1: taking notes on that one.
2: Okay. <laughs> I mean, I have, we all have. Yeah. Right? But uh, Yeah, I, I think fear is is a great emotion for them to have in small doses when they're ready for it, but everybody also has those situations when you were younger, when you're Kids are young. That somebody shows them something really scary that you don't really have any control over, and you have to deal with it anyway. So I don't think we need to drip feed fear to our kids. It will happen. Yeah, like life is scary. I'm terrified all the time. (laughs) So
1: optimistic.
2: What do you think, Simon?
1: I I, um I think rational fear is great. Uh, Not great, but I mean it's 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 useful. Yes. Um, I think rational fear. What's an example? Well, um, if my kids say, uh, for instance, uh, you know, is uh, is someone gonna snatch me in a van or something like that and I say, Look, it's highly unlikely. It's 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 it almost never happens. So but if if something like that happens, you can get the hell out of there. But don't worry, it's probably not gonna happen. So I mean that is the odds are. I play the, the maths game on that one. So the odds are it's fine. And that's for a lot of things. See, like I mean, my kids ask questions about um, you know, their 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 grandmother, my mother, you know, died in a plane. And they, like, early on, they go, oh, you know, planes, are, a bad guy's going to take planes. So It almost never happens, you know. It almost never happens. So, so don't you've, worry you've, about it. you've you know?
0: constantly been rationalizing, which is what they say to do, is yeah. to, to actually identify it. Because it, I found this really interesting because um, given I speak to a lot of parenting experts in my role as Feed Play Love and... I am so, people say, are you a really good parent? It's like, well, I kind of just hear something and go, oh, I should do that. that. And so when I read this, I was talking to my kids and um, my son had decided he was a mogwai and they've never seen Gremlins because my daughter's (laughs) too scared scared of watching it. And there was a, we were eating breakfast this morning and part of me was like, maybe you need to watch Gremlins, Darcy. Like maybe this is something that you need to do. But then... The Christian voice came into my head, and I was like, no, no, no. She watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles way too early and never stopped having nightmares for ages. Really? Ninja yeah. Turtles? No, but it's the 90s Ninja Turtles, not the original. Oh, yeah, they
1: were horrendous for yeah. everyone.
0: Yeah, the 90s ones, their mutants were out of sight scary.
1: The 90s was bad for a lot of people. The, um <laughs> Um, I actually do like, for instance, if the kids are out the back, we've got a big backyard with a lot of rocks and a lot of trees. And um, and I say, don't stick your hand under a rock. Uh, don't just lift it up and put your hand, because there will probably be something live under, uh, living under there. Which, is, But that is also playing the odds, because there always is something under there. And, you know, in this country, you know, you know it could kill you. <laughs> so, so I do say that. I said, don't, you know, be careful. Kick and? it over with your foot. So, I mean, there are, there are things out there. Do and they kick
0: them. it or do they, what do they do? How well, do they, I, they respond? We
1: haven't had to uh, go to emergency with that yet, for that yet. So, mm. yeah, that's good.
2: I think it's fun to ski kids sometimes too. Like I, I quite enjoy like hiding behind stuff and oh, jumping out of them. We
1: do that. Yeah, that's the it, best. It's,
2: it's really fun. And like they owe us because because <laughs> <laughs> they've done lots of horrible stuff to us as well.
1: Do they like it?
2: No, oh, well, I, I love, you know, when you've got those beautiful expressive little faces and at first it's, it's a scream and then it's a laugh and then it's anger and then it's crying and it's just, then I feel terrible. It's really bad. But just watching that face go through like, <gasps> and, and then it turns into a negative and then they hate you for a while. But it's um it's
0: it's That, it's that instant joy, you get it. The terror <laughs> on their face
1: is what you do it for, right? Exactly, exactly. So we get two different reactions in our house. So my son, who's nine, loves it. Loves a jump scare. And you jump out, you squeal like like the highest ah! and then laugh his head off. He thinks it's awesome. My daughter, the older one, you jump out, she screams and then starts punching you. <laughs> She's yeah. like, Arr! she does. There's no funny. Not for her. It's not it's, even a so little giggle. So you don't giggle. try to surprise I've her anymore? I've stopped doing that. I've stopped doing it because she's like, ah, the face. And she's got red hair as well. So it's like, oh, my God, she's so angry. <laughs>
2: That's great. Really I'm scary. I'm thinking of a- Anger from, what's that
1: great film? Yes, Inside Out. <laughs> I was thinking Inside
2: no, Out. There is an yes, anger.
1: Inside Out. I'm just picturing. Does her she in
2: have anger? <laughs> Does anger have red hair? No, anger's just red. So I can just imagine. Is that guy flames. who's like, he's on
1: fire? Yeah. No, but I love. It. But that's fun scaring. Like mm. that's scared. Um, my my wife. We were as we were coming in today. She said my mum when I was little or young. I don't know how old she was. Showed me a movie called Christian F. I don't. I've never heard of it. <clears throat> about a girl who, who has a dr- gets on drugs.
0: Oh god. And she goes
1: and she said she goes. Mum showed it to me to scare me off drugs, and because there was a scene in it where this Christiane is in a toilet cubicle shooting up or something. Oh god. And then some junkie reaches over and pulls the needle out of her arm and sticks it in his own arm. She's like, oh, I was frightened. Wow. Forever. That's but but uh, that was a, a. But she
0: never that, used drugs.
1: That's a very practical. That's yeah. a very. <laughs> Practical fear. So, parents,
0: just think about the things you don't want your kids to do and then horrify them with a movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't don't know. I don't know. All right, our final topic in just a moment would you make a necklace out of your kids' baby teeth?
1: What is this? Oh my God. That is my tooth. I'm going to make a necklace.
0: That's disgusting. That is so beautiful. I'll keep it. A jeweller from Melbourne called Jackie was in the papers this week for her macabre and bizarre creations. She makes rings, necklaces and bracelets out of human keepsakes like teeth and hair. This could be to remember someone who has passed away, though she has made tooth wedding rings for a couple and also rings including the hair of cats who have died. Um, and it made me think about similar keepsakes of our kids. So I've kept my daughter's baby teeth that have fallen out, but I have no idea what I'm going to do with them. I just can't seem to get rid of them, but when I see them, they freak me out. I've also kept some of their hair. Simon, what bits of your children have you kept?
1: There's so many bits, it's crazy, and it's not me, it's my <laughs> wife, it's my wife. She's like a serial killer. <laughs> She's keeping body parts. And like so okay, let's start. Is with, there
0: a finger? <laughs>
1: not yet, not yet, but there is in our freezer still still uh, two placentas. No. Wow. Yeah, and she doesn't know what to do with them. Originally, fair enough. Yeah, I originally she thought, casserole. Well, <laughs> that's the thing. There were people talking about. I'm like, this isn't happening. Uh, and no. she was like, well, maybe you know, we can make, they put them into a powder, and they can do this. Uh, 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 they're still there. She doesn't know what to do with Plant them. them. So now she's thinking about getting cremated and burying them in the backyard. I don't even know. But they're there. And so I'm got. You know, we're lucky we haven't had a power outage. Does
0: that mean that when you open the fridge to get out, I don't know, the peas? Well,
1: there's two eskies. They're in little eskies at the bottom of little bags at the bottom. I know uh. they're there, I just pretend they're not. <laughs> also, in there's a cupboard, in our cupboard, is it where we keep all the board games, there's a little thing which has my daughter's belly button, you know. A oh bit the
2: of crud, Oh yes. Yeah, crunchy
1: little thing. Oh. Looks like jerky. Oh. And <laughs> and it's in this thing taped up in it. and it's got no home. And every <laughs> now and then I'll pull out, you know, to play Uno and it falls on the ground and there it is. I'm like, What the hell are you <laughs> with that? And that's so there so look, what do we what do you do with that I mean that's gross but look, like, it's not me it's not me I'm telling you and as far as cats go well our last we have a cat we have a hairless cat so um and the last cat we had was a hairless cat so there's no hair no. to make a ring out of um but she did when our last cat died Winnie. My wife um, pressed her paws into like plaster of Paris. Oh,
0: I think that's
1: yeah. And that just... is now sitting in plastic tub in the pa- hamper in the laundry. I know in the sort of kitchen pantry. Don't know what to do with that either. Hang it on the wall. I, I reckon we could build a person <laughs> or something out of all this stuff. <laughs> that's so great. It's seriously, she is like that person from Silence of the Lambs. She's going to make I a love suit it. out she of. She needs it. a
2: trophy room. She's oh a serial God. killer trophy room. Or a like hobby. Straight to yeah. us. <laughs>
0: Maybe you should put her in touch with this well, jewellery. Yeah, and she, she could start
2: making jewellery as well, perhaps. Cat Get a little, An umbilical yeah. cord
1: earring. that so, cute. So, so there you go. Like, we've got the bits.
0: Yeah, all Why? you have to do is start making it into stuff.
1: And there's probably baby, baby teeth as well.
0: Kristen, I don't know how you can follow that, but can you? Do you have your placentas hanging around somewhere?
2: No, I, I I threw mine away, actually. I you didn't eat it. I didn't bury it. And you you it personally threw I, them away? I, I, I didn't. I, no, I, I didn't.
0: Yeah.
2: The, yeah. Because no, they the were trying to show me
0: night. and I'm like, go <laughs> away. <laughs> go away. Yeah, like
2: uh, I do have, um, yes. I've got lots of fingernails and hair oh. and bits you of uneaten food. while well, it's down the couch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <see? laughs> Unintentional. So I reckon we could get. Some pretty good jewelry, or maybe a jacket. We could make a hair, like a child hair jacket or with clothing. some fingernails on that. Oh, I, yeah. I, I actually thought the jewelry was kind of gorgeous. <laughs> no, really, I did actually.
0: Because
2: oh, I don't know why. There's something really appealed to me about it. Yeah, so you're weird.
1: <laughs> it's all right until you tell people what it is.
0: But what about the teeth? There's the teeth no factors. disguising that.
2: Yeah, they're, they're very toothy looking. <laughs> Um, my, my, my daughter, actually, my dog just recently died and, um, we found a whole lot of hairs on an old blanket and she put it in a little tiny pill box and then wore that around her neck for a, a week. Your daughter very did? very sweet. Yeah. Oh, that is yeah. cute. See, I don't think
0: that's gross. Probably because you can't see it. Yeah,
2: it's true. But also,
0: yeah. I don't know, hair is all right. We're kind of accustomed to hair being a memento, right? Like you'd have a lock of someone's hair yeah. in a, but the. The other body parts, I'm not so sure.
2: Yeah, I, I can't get the umbilical cord out of my head because yeah. I know, and they last a long time. It does. It's and a they are like jerky. Yeah, it's like it's like mummified.
1: It's quite hard. <laughs> it's, like it's, in, belly button. it's in a plastic thing. You rattle it. it's like. It's quite oh my
0: hard. god! You could use it as a keychain. <laughs> oh my
1: god! There we go.
2: We've solved it.
0: We've solved it. If you it. want to, if your wife wants to start a business making umbilical cords into keychains, I'm mm. okay with that. I think yeah. that's amazing.
2: No, I, think I would could totally do. buy one of them.
1: Yeah, like I mean, not, a, not
2: even my own kids. I well, just want one.
1: What do they do, you know, with the foreskins and things oh, like that? Like, what, oh. if, what happens with that? You know, they could make some great rings out of that, yeah. couldn't they? Or
0: maybe <laughs> it's Barbie hats. You know, the things they give <laughs> you for the for, um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> for her. Uh, Olivia Newton John era. Sort
2: of. In the camper van. The sorry, little, I, sorry to penis take this <laughs> out.
0: Oh, oh, man, If I have to end there because, I mean, what mm. a highlight <laughs> yeah. of the
1: show. If you would like to buy one of those uh, Barbie headbands, just uh, go to my website. And, um, exactly.
0: It's a bit I – I don't think the jeweller was making anything like that. So it's it's an open market for me. <laughs> exactly. Right.
2: You just don't get many volunteers. <laughs> no.
0: Oh, my God, I'm wrapping <laughs> this up now. But before I do, uh, where can people find you, wonderful people, online? Because I'm sure you – Probably share similar um, pearls of wisdom on your social networks. Oh, I don't really
2: have any, but you can find me some down some back alley, probably.
1: <laughs> <laughs> After this,
2: trading, T- talking to men trade. and asking them if they'd like to donate their foreskins <laughs> or selling totally child hair. hair,
0: child hair. <laughs> that way, that's right, jumpers with
2: oh <laughs> my trinkets.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've made this scarf out of kids' hair. You want to buy it? Um, yeah, you can. You can find me anywhere. <laughs> Twitter, Just, Simon yes, Kennedy and, and, uh, and uh, Instagram, Instagram, even my YouTube channels are both. often thrown up with some very weird things.
0: Yeah. And both Simon and I have done the um, aging face app. Oh, yeah. So if you want to see us looking older than we already are, it's you horrid. can find us on Instagram.
2: It is horrible. And
1: now you can put it through the app twice. Just to make to it get really, even older. Yeah, <laughs> just to make it really awful.
2: <laughs> Don't need no, that today. No, it was today. bad <laughs> enough the
0: first time. Uh, well, you can find me at Siobhan Hunt. Thank you both so much for coming in. Thank
1: you for having us. Thank you. You've been listening to The Parent
2: Panel, a babyology podcast,
0: hosted and written by Siobhan Hunt, produced and edited by Debbie Ning.
1: For more information on the show or to check out other episodes with equally funny and insightful guests, You can find all you need at our website, babyology.com.au slash parent panel.